Alrighty. Welcome back to the circus. I'm Chris. I'm Emery. And I'm Eric. Today's topic is student loan debt. And the first question I asked was, what is the current total student loan crisis and how can we prevent it from becoming so bad in the future without making university or college free for students? Shall I go first? Mm-hmm. So, I found on, I couldn't find like an exact um, like government website that showed the total student loan debt, um, but this was just from Forbes and this was from 2020 and it was $1.56 trillion um, in student loan debt collectively in the United States and I think I saw around the same number in a couple other um, sources so that seems pretty accurate to me. Um, the average student loan debt per person would have been around $32,000 um, and like I think the median was 17 and something like that. Um, so quite a quite a large number but how to prevent it from becoming worse without making college or university free um i one one i first want to say that i've never taken out a loan for college so i don't quite understand the inner workings of it um and if i mess up please correct me but um from the american progress they did a report showing like different ways to tackle student debt um, and there was like six kind of broad ones that they mentioned. Uh, one is to forgive all student loans. Two, forgive up to a set dollar amount for all borrowers. Three is forgive debt by all former Pell recipients. Four is reform payment options to tackle excessive interest growth and provide quicker paths to forgiveness. Five would be to change repayment options to provide more regular forgiveness. And six would be allow student loan refinancing. Um, and they mentioned that understanding the potential implications of each of these policies um, can provide policymakers with a clear sense of different ways to address the $1.5 trillion in student debt. Um, these are obviously just starting points. They go into detail in this like big article that they have on uh, all the questions and answers you might have for what does it mean to completely give up a set dollar amount for all students or all borrowers and things like that. <clears throat> okay, yeah. Um, well, I found the 21, 2021 statistic uh, was $1.71 trillion. So it's gone up uh, 20, 0. 0.2, 0. 0.2 trillion um, since that other statistic. Um, and there's currently 44.7 million Americans with student loan debt. Um, <clears throat> I think as far as like forgiveness and stuff goes, uh, I mean, that'd be nice for me. I have just around uh, 10,000, which is the kind of, you know, amount that's been talked about. Um, for but I think, right? yeah, for forgiveness. Um, but I think at the same time, like, that, I mean, it's dead because people are taking out loans, um, you know, to afford the school. I think rather than figure out, like, maybe loan solutions, people could just figure out how to make tuition cheaper. Because, um, I mean, tuition has gone up, like, astronomically um, over the past, like, even, like, decade. 
um, our life, you know, like a couple decades. Um, and I don't really see a reason why it would have. I mean, colleges are colleges. I don't think they've been really expanding to the degree that the tuition rate has gone up. I mean, if you look at like the numbers, uh, tuition's gone up like crazy. Um, so I think if you just lower tuition, but I think at the same time, like, you know, people take out loans to do something. It's like the same as like, you know, like if you want a car, you know, like, or like a better car and you want a more expensive car, then you take out a loan from the bank and you have a loan payment. Like, I think it's kind of the same thing. Um, I think college, I don't know why college gets kind of like a weird rep with loans. I feel like college is considered, I mean, it is one of the stepping stones to becoming like a person in society. So I feel yeah, but like you can go to a cheaper college. I mean, you don't have to take out loans. I mean, some people have to take out loans to go to cheaper colleges. Yeah, but usually not like I mean, affordable loans. I mean, they're probably not going to have, you know, there's some people with probably if, close to $100,000 in student loan debt. And obvi- those aren't the people going to community colleges, obviously. No. Um, but I do think... The average debt... I have is um, from public and nonprofit colleges. The average debt was twenty eight thousand and eight hundred in twenty nineteen, which was a four hundred dollar decrease from twenty eighteen. Well, in twenty twenty, it was thirty two thousand. So. Oh, so it's not. Yeah. Um, but I feel like people trying to get better education should be considered differently than somebody trying to get a nicer car. I mean, yeah, but like, in terms of debt not to say we should just forgive all student loan debt but like as you were saying um, I think at some point that needs to happen but then there needs to be things set up so that it doesn't have to happen again if that makes sense like tuition should be lowered um, how payments are structured should be refigured how um, like how it said refinancing should be available um, different things like that so you restructure the start so that you'll never have to like forgive what happens mm-hmm. at the end again yeah that would be my best understanding of how to fix st- the student loan debt but I do think at some point they're going to have to forgive like a ton of money in debt I read in an article while I was looking this up that like most debt collectors don't expect to ever receive back the full amount that they gave out which makes not really a lot of sense to me when we were talking it was like we were talking about the u.s debt how they can just spend more than what they make well in this case they're making money off of interest off of lots of people so they they do end up making it back that's true that's true um i think prolonged interest you know equates to more than just if somebody paid it back immediately but I think people also shouldn't take out loans that they can't afford. Yeah, like, but then how do I they go? To really, what don't they... go to that school. I mean, like you can't afford it. I mean, it sucks. I'm not saying that's the way it should be. Like, maybe you can make changes. Like I said, like maybe try and fix tuition stuff. But like for the time being, like, don't take out a loan you can't afford. That isn't like you know what I'm saying. Yeah, that makes sense to me. And like, it's like almost irresponsible. 
to take on a loan payment that you can't afford. I agree. Could go to a school that you want to go to. And then what would you say to people that their only way of getting a better education would be to take out loans that they can't afford? Well, like, better education, like, you're talking, like, what, like, Yale compared to, like, you know, like, a public school, like... No, I'm just saying, like, there's... I'm almost positive there are people in the world that cannot afford to pay back a loan, but that would be their only way to go to college. And just even like a community college, just say like... Well, if you're in a boat to where you like are that like, you know, you don't have like that kind of financial to even go to just community college, like the FAFSA will give you money. I mean, I had friends in New York like who... I, just because they, you know, had, like, uh, divorced parents and one of their parents was in, like, the military or stuff like that, um, and they got a lot of money from the VASPA to go to school. And so they didn't, they probably wouldn't have to take out a lot. Or there's, there's actually, I think there's a lot of federal, other federal programs besides the VASPA that might, or, like, pri- even private grants and stuff like that for people that are, like, in need to go to, com- I mean, community colleges are, like, some community colleges are really, really inexpensive. Um, I'm looking so. up who has I'm looking up by like um, like race and ethnicity of who has the most student loan debt um, okay let's see I think if I'm okay if I'm reading this correctly this is so the entire amount of debt of this debt is from student loans for graduate school. I think that's really important to note because most people are not going to graduate school. Um, 40% of black graduates have student loan debt from graduate school. A lot of these are like in relation to graduate school, um, which would make sense because those programs are typically at like higher universities and then they cost a lot more Hmm. white and caucasian students have the most how do you say that word? Cumulative student loan debt. Cumulative. Yeah. Yeah, it says 54% of all student loan debt is held by white and Caucasian student borrowers, but black and African American college students, uh, graduates, owe an average of $25,000 more in student loan debt than white college graduates. Which. And see, that makes complete sense to me because. Um, it's more common for like loans and whatnot, or not loans, um, like scholarships and whatnot to be given out to minority groups. Which is actually, I think. Well, I'm looking at like a chart that shows like breakdowns of like ranges, so like zero to ten thousand, and ten thousand to twenty-five thousand. And twenty-five thousand to forty thousand, and it shows like the percentages of like all the races in those like categories, and it seems like for the first like one, two, three, 
for the first three, like the lower one, uh, whites have like a larger percentage, but then there's like, for the 60,000 plus student loan debt, um, for black and African Americans, they're at 17%, and for white and Caucasian, it's only six. So it's a higher percentage of loans for all the lower ones, but then once you get to like the highest bracket, there's like a lot more black and African Americans that with that, that highest bracket than whites. And I think that could in partly do something with, um, you know, African Americans t trying to attend these super expensive schools. Not saying they shouldn't, obviously, um, but seemingly they're taking out more student, they're taking out more loans than other races. Which is also really shows like the structure of, I don't know, I feel like universities and institutions are kind of like categorized by how, how big one, it, one is or how, I don't know, people, just like we talked about that in the episode about healthcare and how people go to like different hospitals based on like the care, people go to different colleges based on like what they're known for and I think restructuring that idea for universities to simply be a place of education could drastically change how like the debt is formed because if you're no longer worried about getting into the like the best school for this and it costs you know $120,000 a year to go to and you can go to that a, a school closer to you that costs a little bit less but has the same education then you're not you're not going to be worried about taking out as much student loans. So it's also yeah. in my mind a problem with how we're structuring um, like higher education. Like I said, I think you could really try and focus on tuition costs rather than the loans themselves. Because um, like like I said, like in the end, like loans are like a choice, like there's other routes besides taking loans. I think loans are just the easiest, you know, um, and like the quickest, but, you know, like, it's a loan still, like, and you end up paying interest, and people, I think, are just irresponsible with their loans. Yeah. I think if just you made tuition, like, more reasonable, then people wouldn't have to go that route to take even, maybe as many loans, um, or as much in loans, even for, like, the more expensive schools, you know, there's always going to be... A distribution, like a distribution, the better the school, the more expensive it's going to be. That's just how you're not going to change that. Um, well, I think uh, maybe not lessen them. Yeah, maybe not for. I still think it's something like worth tackling because, like, maybe you're never going to get Harvard to not think it's all high and mighty in Harvard, but like, there should be no difference in like attending UCF versus attending USF. Like but there should there be, is. but like what? I mean, I don't go to either of those schools, and I'm not really familiar with those schools. But like, I mean, there's definitely differences. Just probably like differences in facilities, and you know, living on camp, like the campus living, all everything, everything that makes a school what it is, is going to be different from our school. And whether it's you know nicer or better or newer, it might be more expensive. Um, if there's more of a city life than like uh, country life or like uh, 
rural area. I mean, NYU kind of is like extremely expensive, and it's not like like an it's I don't even think it's an Ivy League, like but it's just it's NYU. I mean, they have their campuses in the middle of the city. It's I think all state of the art, like and for them to be able to afford all the state of the art things that they have, they need to it needs to cost more. I don't think it needs to cost as much as it does. But like it's going to cost more than a school like that doesn't have everything state of the art. Well, it would make sense like if it has state of the art things for the the cost to be more to help pay for those things and continue to pay for them. But like well, that's what happens. Well, like okay, UCF and UF and USF, maybe less USF because I feel like that's a smaller university. But like UF and UCF. I don't know, I feel like they operate at such different, I don't, maybe they don't operate at such different costs and I'm just not thinking about it. Um, well, UCF like, is, like, is like one of the biggest schools that has like 60,000 students. Yeah. Well, like the education that I'm getting, obviously in specialized fields, if there's like better facilities in a different college, that would make sense. But like across the board, there should be I don't know, the equal education that I was talking about even in um, the Black Lives Matter episode, that equal education should be what you're paying for, not like... Well, then all schools would cost the same. Is that crazy or something? Like, obviously... Then there would be no difference. That's what I'm saying, like... (laughs) There would be no competition, there'd be no... That's what I'm saying, like, education shouldn't be about, like... It should be about education and not about the best school that I can get into. Well, that's about, well, that's why. If you want a better education or a more advanced education, you're going to have to go to a better, more advanced school, and that's going to cost more. I would say it's very similar to, like, if you were to buy a name brand. So, like, if you want a just run-of-the-mill education, I would say that's probably equivalent to, I don't know, like, Reebok. But if you want, like, a name brand school that everyone will recognize, you want to go to, like, UCF, that'll be, like, Nike or Adidas. There are a lot of schools in the country. I mean, when, and when like, I was applying to my schools, like, price is something I looked at all of them for. Like, I applied to schools, and then, you know, obviously you see which ones you get into, and then, you know, you figure out which ones you want to go to, but then you have to factor in price as well. You have to see which ones you can manage, which ones you can't. You obviously have to rule out the ones you can't manage. And then, you know, you also have to determine, like, even if you can manage it, like, is it worth paying more? And that comes into consideration as well. Those are all things I had to think about when I, like, you know, was going to school. Yeah. Maybe I wish there was, like, a, I don't know, better tuition structure than, like you're saying. But... I think you'll always have, like, an array of costs. I don't think that's going to change, but I think just overall bring them down because like I said let me see if I can find a statistic bring them like way down so increase over time um, yeah so according to the data from ProPublica the average cost of in-state tuition fees for public colleges in the US increased by 80 percent from 2000 to 2014 and some schools, the most, the school from 2001 to 2015 uh, in, I don't know where this is, 
Northern Mexico College, um, probably New Mexico, uh, increased 357, or 358%. I mean, from tuition from 1980, this is what I'm saying, like, you know, a couple decades, from 1980 to 2004, no, that was from, that was in 15 years, that 358%. But in, from 1980 to 2014, college tuition grew by nearly 260%. And the increase in like all consumer items was only a 120% increase. Which means that college has increased by more than double the rate of everything else. You know, because obviously from 1980 to now, there's just things that are more expensive. Yeah. But colleges grew by over double the rate of everything else. And I feel like there was no no need for that. So it says, in 1980, the average cost of tuition, room, and board, and fees at a four-year institution was $9,400. Now the average, I don't know, it's probably, let's see, probably closer to 30 or 40. Is <laughs> um, doing it by stage. Um, Average cost for 2021 school year was 41,000 at private schools and 11,000 for in-state residents at in-state schools and 26,000 for out-of-state students at state schools. So if you go into a private school, it's you know four times as much. Um, in-state at public colleges is actually almost relatively similar. Um, which is the thing too, I mean, my in-state tuition at FGCU was really not that expensive. I mean, it's the I work. In state. Is it? Yeah, that's nice. But like, at FGCU is not like a bad school, like, and like, you don't need, you wouldn't need loans, I don't think, to like, I work, you know, like, I literally work and I, I pay my schooling, like, I mean, I don't think people would have a problem affording, like, there's schools that you can afford if yeah. you like, you know, if you have your in-state tuition. I think it's what? It's like 5000 a semester at FGCU. Yeah, a little less maybe, but yeah. Like? I mean, yeah. That's definitely, you know, if you worked like a, a decent job and for a college student, you could... A full-time job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or, or if, you, if you really needed to still subsidize it, you could take out like tiny loans. Like that wouldn't that be that difficult to pay off. Or you could out. just take a year off and then work for a year, save up, and then go. Mm -hmm. Next question? The next question was, what promises have been made by, made in regard to student loan debt by politicians? So for this one, I put, obviously most recently, the forgiveness, um, the $10,000 forgiveness uh, that Joe Biden has been discussing. Um, he'd be doing that by executive order um, instead of having like it go through Congress. Uh, where, But he has gotten a lot of push um, from like, Nancy Pelosi and a lot of uh, other like progressive Democrats in the, the House and Senate uh, to do $50,000, but he said that he's not going to do that because he doesn't believe he has the power to do that through executive order. Um, that's kind of, I don't know why he hasn't done it yet. I mean, he was supposed to, he 
before he was elected to the TA was going to expedite it. Um, and with executive order, I mean, that's something he assigned in however many, like 20 executive orders on his first day. I mean, that could have been one of them. Um, and at this point, it's been over 100 days. Like, I don't know why he hasn't done it yet. Or maybe he won't. I'm not sure. Um, maybe but, he forgot about it. <laughs> on top of that, um, he also is discussing free community college. Um, so he is talking about community college tuition fees being covered for all Americans, um, including DACA um, children. Um, and I guess you could say you could use the benefit for over three years and up to four years uh, if circumstances warranted. I, um, so I think almost every president has promised some type of forgiveness. And I found an article from CNBC that compared um, Trump and then Biden's kind of <laughs> to, bless you, their goals to uh, help the student debt crisis. But um, so Trump proposed monthly payments for borrowers that would be 12.5% of their discretionary income. Undergraduates would pay for 15 years and graduates for 30. Um, Biden wanted to do monthly payments of 5% of their income, and then that would be the plan for 20 years. And I don't know if that's separated between graduate and undergraduate students. Um, there's also a law that was signed by George W. Bush in 07 that allows certain non-for-profit non, non and government employees to have their federal student loans canceled after 10 years if they have on-time payments. Um, that's something that Trump wanted to get rid of. Um, but Biden would keep the program, make, making changes to it. So instead of canceling the remaining debt after the decade, he would forgive 10000 a year for their debt up to five years. So maybe that's where that 50 is coming from that you were speaking about. Um, yeah, well, no, the 50 is like, a, like an outright 50. Um, okay. So that was being like a lot of like progressive Democrats were just asking for an outright fifty, um, maybe instead of the ten same. that he was going to give. That might be like another plan. I'm not. I'm not sure. Yeah. But I think I don't know. It seems like politicians have they say things over and over again, but nothing, especially on this topic, it seems like nothing has really gotten Change. signed or changed. Yeah. Um, which sucks. I mean, like we were talking about with the debt, um, you know, like this is something that would obviously dramatically increase it. Yeah. Next question. Then the final question was, the student loan debt is a big issue for politicians and students. How would you go about solving it? You go first, Eric. You start. No, no, you start on this one. Well, okay, so, again, I don't really know a whole bunch on student loans because I have been fortunate not to take them, um, but I guess, I think during, like, the wake of the pandemic, especially when students were forced to go online, I don't know if it would have been a perfect time to start doing loan forgiveness during, like, the stimulus plan and all of that, but I think it might have been a good place to start. Um, like I was saying earlier, I think the debt we have now is something that needs to get like 
fixed and then the structures in place that brought us there need to be restructured so that it doesn't happen again but I think initially you'll like there will have to be a large sum of forgiveness in order to reverse what we've been doing in order to change the future of student loan debt um so what is it the patriot act is a show on netflix um and the host is hassan minhaj and he does an episode on universities and how they're like basically for profit and they're like hedge funds and they're like for profit corporations in a sense um and if you haven't seen that i think it's a really great kind of lays out how much money colleges make and like explains why it's not it shouldn't be like that and how they could kind of um restructure the college system to being cheaper and more affordable for students um but i also agree that there should be a level of education increase in our like society so students should receive a general college education at no cost um i did my high school diploma and my associate's degree in the same four years so i even question if we could restructure the like the American education system to including your associate's degree at the end of your high school years um, and kind of eliminating those two years of what I find to be like very, I don't want to say pointless is not the right word, but to say like very general and just general education that should be, I think, lumped into high school, honestly. So I don't really know where I would start about solving it, but I guess it would probably start with um, forgiving quite a bit of the loans. So I think, like I was discussing earlier, I think like just a tuition fix, you know, so people aren't forced to take the loans they're taking. Um, I don't think that they should just forgive all the loans that already exist. I mean, like I said, I mean, those are at this point the people whose loans they are, it's kind of their responsibility, I mean, at this point. Um, and I think to just just forgive all the loans, like, I don't know. I think a lot of the companies, like I said, a lot of those companies, too, like, that give out the loans, like, they're kind of, like, their, their way of their business is, like, the interest. And I think if people just pay off all their loans and they would kind of, like, you know, it's like they could, they'd probably lose a lot of money um, and then they might stop giving out loans, which would might hurt people that actually need loans. Um, you know, like people that are responsible with their loans that take out loans that they can afford and handle um, to help them pay for things. Um, I think really just restructuring tuition. So moving forward, like you said, you don't have this problem, but I think everybody that already kind of has loans, I think it's that's just how it is like you already have your own like you know I don't know if I see it like that because that just reminds me of like decriminalizing marijuana and then it's like well if you decriminalize marijuana you should release all men that have been criminalized for possession of marijuana but no I don't know if I would even agree with that like because I mean at the time it was illegal, you know, yeah, like, new and it's, yeah, but it's not as much, I know, it changes, but, like, at the, at the time, like, it's not about, and in that case, it's kind of on top, but, like, it's more about, like, you broke the law, 
you know, like, it's not about really, it doesn't matter as much, I guess, about what the offense was like. It's a law. Yeah, but don't, once that law know, like, is don't dissolved, now you have to sit there and pay for something that other people are currently getting away with. And I think that's also a, quite a different uh, analogy because you're comparing people that are in jail or prison, you know, to, like, loans. <laughs> well, you're saying, like, to lower tuition, now somebody from three years younger than me has to pay a lower tuition, saying, like, if I had debt, now I still have to pay my debt, even though I could have been paying that tuition if I had just not gone to school. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's, that's life. <laughs> Things change. I mean, you're not, you're born at the time that you're born, you know, you, you are the age that you are. I wish... Why, you know, I wish I could have drank at 18 when the drinking age was 18 and I didn't have to wait till I was 21, but it changed, it became 21, you know. It's just, if, you know what I'm saying? Like, had I been born earlier, I could have drank at 18, so why couldn't I drink at 18 now? I still had to follow the law and wait till I was 21. I mean, debt things is just, about things people. change. That is like people's livelihood, though. It's not whether or not Yeah, but people took out those laws. I still believe that you made the conscious people made the conscious choice to take them out like why why should the government have to bail people out because they decided to take out a loan nobody like I said you nobody has to take out a loan you're not nobody is forced to take out a loan like there are options you don't have people make the choice to go somewhere that's more expensive and in doing so they take out a loan it's not the government's responsibility to to pay that off. I don't think I in any mean, sense that doesn't I think it's like why should. Why doesn't the government just pay for everything that all of us do? Like it doesn't make it it's not the government's responsibility. No, but if the tuition was so astronomically high, I would put part of that blame on That's on the universities, I mean the university, they, for, they may be forced the universities. If you could somehow force the universities to pay back with money that they 100% don't have, I mean, maybe. But I don't think it's the government's responsibility to pay off people's loans that people decided they wanted to take. I think universities have way more money than people understand. Yeah, but I don't think, I don't think they save that. I think it gets spent pretty quickly. No, it's put into like a hedge fund. Watch that, watch that show, I promise you. Oh, I think like, you, FGCU operates like pretty, like, FGCU budget is to budget. like, yeah. I'm talking about like, you But I think a lot of schools, like, operate budget to budget. Like, I think they spend all the money that they get on like, ridiculous stuff. Yeah, ridiculous things. And they're always, like, constantly, always like, upgrading, I mean, like constantly, I mean, even FGC is like constantly expanding. Like they're just—they don't—they could stay the same. Uh, all these universities could just kind of stay as they are, and don't need to keep increasing tuition so they can keep expanding. But they do. Yeah. I. Emery. Anything? I have one final point to say. Well, I feel like. Uh, 
in regards to solving it, I would say before we forgive student loan debt, we would have to implement policy change to prevent student loan debt from accruing again. Otherwise, we're just going to have to forgive it again after the policy change comes into effect. So I would say while a politician is in office, hypothetically, he enacts a plan for like 500 to $1,000 every couple of months just for everyone to get the student loan debt sort of under control while he works on a policy change. And then once the policy goes through, uh, he could hypothetically uh, work on a lump sum type of thing. So like up to $10,000 on top of whatever he's already given out. And I feel like that would be pretty reasonable. I think so, especially when, like, I like what Emery said about the policy needs to change first. That is crucial so that it doesn't continue to happen. But then also, once you've changed the policy, people are going to notice that the system they were once subjected to is different, and I think that has to account for something. And people should receive some type of forgiveness in order to, and I'm not saying all of it, I don't think the government should have to pay your, your complete loans for, and I don't think the government should have to pay for everything you do, but I think when university... Yeah, but how do you come up with a number, like like the 10000 I mean, that the 10000 would cover my loans, but it would even cover a tenth of some people's loans, so why, how is that fair to the people that have more? I don't... Well, well, the people who should... have more are more than likely people who have attended grad school and they decided yeah, but... to take out more loans. And more than likely, they're going to be in a higher paying career path. Yeah, but, like, but by Chris's logic, if they had gone to grad school years earlier, they might not have had to take out nearly as much as they did. So how is it fair to pay only 10000 you know, and it covers some people's entirety, like those people you know, that have only $10,000, and then it only covers a tenth of somebody else's. How about so this, That would be better. Rather than a, yeah, rather than a lump sum, say 10000 for everyone, we cover 10%. Yeah, but then if 10% of 10000 is almost nothing as well, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but 10000 is a reasonable amount of a loan to be able to pay that off. Like, you could pay that off with So what, how is it fair to somebody that was smart and took out less loans that they don't have, that they have to pay more and now somebody that was irresponsible and is drowning in their loan debt because they took out a hundred thousand dollars of loan debt is getting way more forgived, you know? Like even though it's a percentage, you're still getting ten thousand dollars. Like I'm not saying it's fair, but what I'm saying is well, when the whole thing's about fairness fairness. and you go down this road, it's all about fairness. No no, I'm saying completely ignore the fact that anything's going to be fair or not. It, once you take out a loan you fully accept responsibility for that loan. So, hypothetically, it doesn't matter if the government takes a part, like, I don't know, 10% of your loan. Like, you still have to pay off your loan. Imagine it's how not many going to make that big of a difference. Imagine how many students would be out of debt by a $10,000 forgiveness. I don't think it's about fairness, it's about forgiveness. Like, it's literally the word. Like, yeah, but like I'm saying, what about those people that have $100,000? They're, they're not forgiven. 
Okay, I would no, argue- No, but they're like, still getting the same amount of shit. I would argue that the people with less than $10,000 in student loan debt are the ones that went to smaller and colleges. And those are dispar- and they're disproportionately white, based on that- uh, based on that graph I was reading earlier. Okay. I feel that's like fine. that's not good either. Why is that not good? So you're disproportionately forgiving white debt and not black, African-American, Latino, like. So then separate it into undergrad versus graduate school. And it's uh, $10,000 for, for... Undergrad? Like you said, like you've been saying, it's not, it's somebody's choice to go to an Ivy League. If you're going to go to an Ivy League and spend that amount of money, that is, that is one your choice. You could get... But what if somebody didn't go to an Ivy League, like you were saying, like those people that needed loans to go to a mid-tier school, and so they're going to a low-tier school, they went to a mid-tier school, and they still, all of their money for school came from loans. Okay, and you don't people think People that didn't subsidize. Wouldn't do a thing for the hat? I mean, it would do something, but I just, I think it would be, I don't know, I think it would just be disproportionate to the amount of, because there's such vast differences in people's loans. So then, well, you didn't like the percent idea either. And how many, how many did I say? 44.7 million. What is 44.7 million times 10,000? half a trillion dollars. Almost half a trillion. Times ten thousand dollars? Mm-hmm. Well the debt is like a is literally one point five six trillion dollars, so that's how much it would cost to forgive all student loan debt. Mm-hmm. No, this is this would be the total is 1.7 trillion. Oh, sorry. And this would be half. This is half. This is half a trillion. So this would only be a third of all debt, which isn't even that much when you're thinking about it in like big terms, like the trillions. It's not, but it's a third. And I'm just saying, like. I I think I that's think better than nothing. Fixed tuition now. That doesn't take anybody out of debt, though. Fixing tuition doesn't take anybody out of debt. It just, like... Yeah, but people... It's not the government's job to... That's what I'm saying. The whole point is it's not the government's job to fix your debt. You put took out the loans. Well, who regulates tuition? Does anyone regulate tuition? No. The universities... colleges. Yeah. Universities and colleges regulate it. Or the... It's their... They're providing a service. Like I'm saying, I don't think it should be as expensive as it is, but like, also like, they're providing the service. Like, you know, you don't, and there's so many options. It's not like, like, Harvard has a monopoly and is forcing you to pay what they're asking. You don't have to. It's like, if you want a Tesla, like, you know, like, you don't have to get a Tesla. You could buy a car cash for $4,000. Like, you don't have to spend $60,000 on a brand new car. There are plenty of options for school. And there are plenty of jobs that accommodate those options. I mean, just because you went to a community college, you could probably still get a very decent job. Like, you're not going to get, a, like, a Harvard-level job, probably, but you're not paying Harvard-level money. Which is, like, you know, I have a problem with that. Just 
like everything can't be fair there would be no there would be no higher level of anything if everything was the same if all colleges were the same if they all were free if and then everybody could get the exact same job there would be no betterness you know what i'm saying everything would be the same it would all be blah it would all be mediocre there would be no good there would be no bad if you eliminate better you're you know i don't think it's eliminating better i think you're giving everyone the opportunity to be better like that's not but everybody can't you can't if everybody is then there is no better everybody's the same obviously everyone wouldn't just magically get the same grades or study the same or practice outside of school the same like there's so many other factors that go into like what makes a better student a better student besides resources like there's so much more that goes into like a great student than just like where they go to college yeah but harvard provides more if you're a great student at fgcu and you're a great student at harvard harvard has can provide you with more that's the point i mean you go to harvard you're already connected to a base of harvard alum who are pretty probably hyper successful and you being a Harvard alum gives you an edge on an FGCU alum because you're from Harvard. I mean, you're paying for that. You're paying for those connections. Yeah. I guess I just have a problem with that, with the fact that you're, like, buying your way to the world. Like, that's so... That's how it goes. That's, like, a societal thing that... And it's not just money, though, for Harvard. I mean, it's also, like... You have to be a very successful student. Um, I mean, I, yes, there is a lot that goes into it with, about who you know as well, but like, you have to be a very successful student or a very successful athlete, or you can't, you can't just go to Harvard just by money alone. And if you do get into Harvard with money alone, you're not going to last because Harvard's an extremely competitive school. Or you'll get caught in the varsity blues scandal. Yeah. Harvard was a part of that, I'm pretty sure. Probably. But yeah, that was my take. I think, yeah, all great points. Don't go to Ivy Leagues. (laughs) That's my advice. This is Eric, signing off. Nice, nice. We should have had like a sign off that we do every time. I have like a thing that I like. It says, well, "No, we have to make our jingle when you guys come. Remember, that'll play."